Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. What's going on, everybody? This is the man, the myth, the legend, Kelvin T, aka Big Papa. And welcome to the Back in the Day podcast. Now, on this episode, I'm going to be sharing some of my favorite Saturday morning cartoons. These are the cartoons I grew up on watching every Saturday morning as I ate my bowl of cereal. Sometimes it was Frosted Flakes. Sometimes it was Honey Nut Cheerio. But also, I remember there were times where we couldn't afford the Frosted Flakes. So we had the regular plain special K Flakes. But nevertheless, I would grab that sugar and throw about three or four tablespoons in that bowl and stir it up real good and go into Sugar Shock trying to eat that sugar nut with that cereal and then once all the cereal was gone that milk was left it was a pile of sugar with that milk you just sucked it all down which gave me a lot of energy (laughs) and I'm also going to play some songs that helped me get in the mood because once I got done watching my cartoons it was chore time I mean I had to vacuum I had to sweep the kitchen floor then mop it do the dishes, clean the bathroom, dust the furniture. So I'll be sharing some of those songs that my mom would play that would help me get in the mood to get my chores done so I can go outside and play with my friends. So let's hop in that deuce in the quarter, buckle up, and let's take a ride to back in the day. Let's go. All right, the first show I'm going to share with you starred four friends, two guys and two girls, and their hilarious dog. See if you remember this classic cartoon. That was the iconic show, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Now, let's listen to my friend, Nostalgic Nick, as he talks about this iconic show and character. 
Scooby-Doo, where are you? The biggest cartoon of the 70s, without a doubt, is Scooby-Doo, where are you? Everybody knows the lovable, cowardly Great Dane and his group of mystery-solving friends. But did you know that the show was originally titled Mysteries 5 and starred a dog named Too Much? But then the show's producer was listening to a little Frank Sinatra when he was inspired by old blue eyes scat at the end of Strangers in the Night. Doobie dooby doo. So the dog's name was changed to Scooby-Doo and the rest is history. Hanna-Barbera decided to develop a show based around teenagers that solve mysteries. And thus Scooby-Doo was born. Needless to say, the show was a massive hit. Easily one of the most successful cartoon franchises of all time. It inspired two box office hit movies and has been on the air in some form for 35 of the last 50 years. Scooby-Doo's cultural impact is undeniable and we'll all probably still be yearning for some Scooby snacks for another 50 years. Mysteries 5, really? And the dog name was too much? Come on, man. Wow. I'm so glad they changed that. Now, this next cartoon clip is one of my all-time favorite cartoons. I would love, I couldn't wait until Saturday came so I can watch this cartoon. See if you remember this one. coming at you with music and fun. And if you're not careful, you may learn something before it's done. <laughs> All right, here's Nostalgic Nick once again talking about the Fat Albert Show. Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids. Hey, hey, hey! Any kid growing up in the mid-70s remembers the iconic catchphrase of Fat Albert. Hey, hey, hey! It's Fat Albert! The star of Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids. The show was based on comedian Bill Cosby's memories of his childhood gang growing up in North Philadelphia and was an educational treat every Saturday morning. Fat Albert was ahead of its times for a children's cartoon. The show regularly tackled such difficult topics as drug use, child abuse, and gang violence. At the end of every episode, the gang would always learn an important life lesson, generally set to the music of the kids' junkyard band, or communicated by the conscience of the gang, Fat Albert himself. TV Guide actually called it the best cartoon of the 1970s, and it became a live-action movie in 2000. I simply love that show. And like Nick said, it was very educational and there was always a life lesson learned by the end of every show, which is really great. Now, I mentioned earlier that also on those Saturdays in between cartoons or after I got done watching them, I had chores to do. 
So my mom would throw on some music to help me and motivate me to get my chores done. So I'm going to play a few songs that really got me going on a Saturday morning. Here's the first one. Before I let go 
Now I know Beyonce remade this song a little bit, but I believe some songs should not be touched. And that's one of them. That's Frankie Beverly and Maze, featuring Maze, with Before I Let Go. And we're going to keep this party going because Saturdays was hard, man, when I had to do my chores. It was really hard, so I had to stay motivated. And my mom had these LPs, 33s, and 45s. And on the record player back in the day, we would put a stack of them up on the rack, and they would slide down every time a song ended. If you're not old school, you don't know what I'm talking about. So coming up now, we got Mr. Marvin Gaye coming with Got to Give It Up. Let's go here on the Back in the Day podcast.
got to give it up. All right, I'm going to play one more song, and then I'm going to get back to my cartoons. Now, this next cut, this next classic, man, this song right here, this is one of the most, how can I explain it? This song, and actually the whole soundtrack album of this movie, which contained this song, is one of the best I've ever heard. I think it's in my top three of movie soundtracks. The whole soundtrack is crazy. But there's one song, which is the title of the movie. When this came on, boy, I really got to move them doing them chores then, doing that dusting. Yeah. We used to blast this one. Check this out. This is Rolls Royce with Car Wash. Keep the machines coming. 
know what? Talking about that car wash, yeah. Great movie, great soundtrack. Man, I'm about to go find that and watch that right now. All right, you're going to get back to the cartoons. This next cartoon, I watched every Saturday. Iconic character, hero. See if you remember this one. Ice comes the world's first superhero, Captain Caveman. Captain Caveman and Teen Angels, 1977. Charlie's Angels was released in 1976, and it became extremely popular very quickly. This show was a parody that utilized the concept in a fun manner, and the Teen Angels were actually inspired by another Hanna-Barbera series titled Josie and the Pussycats. It introduced a heroic character, Captain Caveman, and it promised plenty of hilarious moments in every episode. It had a successful run for three seasons, and the stories were usually centered around the mysteries they solved together. The Teen Angels acted like the Scooby-Doo gang, and Captain Caveman was always there to use his gadgets and intelligence to catch the villains. What do you think of that legend? The whole Scooby-Doo meets Charlie's Angels concept was an interesting one, and the idea worked because of a script that could keep you on your toes. The show even introduced a character who would go on to appear in two Flintstone spin-off shows later. Captain Caveman had some goofy stuff happening in every episode, and even the destructive bits ended up being hilarious. The promising team went on a series of adventures, and this often included some scary missions or deadly adventures as well. The voice acting was perfectly done, and Mel Blanc voicing Captain Caveman was the icing on the cake. Overall, it was a pretty decent show back in the day, and it can certainly be revisited to experience some good old cartoon gems. That was John from Marvelous Videos talking about Captain Caveman. He was the first, first hero. And I love that show. It amazed me how Captain Caveman would have these things hidden in his fur that would help him defeat his enemies. And he could swallow and eat just about anything. It was crazy, but it was a great cartoon. Coming up next, before there was a speed racer, there was this little guy. Check this out. Wrench! Wrench! Socket! Socket! Plugs! Motor! Tires! Chassis! Speed buggy! That's me! Speed Buggy, 1973. A supercar with a mind of its own is a tried and tested concept in cartoon shows, and Speed Buggy is probably one of the best in the genre. Three friends, Mark, Debbie and Tinker decides to participate in car races and Tinker builds a unique remote controlled car which they called Speed Buggy. This car happens to have its own brain and together they become a versatile group that takes part in races, solving mysteries and gets involved in various adventures. The car is super cool and it can also fly and float on water apart from traveling at great speeds. Speed Buggy often helps them in dealing with some of the villains along the way, and it ended up being a gem of a show that lasted only a solitary season. 
It is one of the tragic instances where a successful show ended up being cancelled abruptly. The popularity of Speed Buggy was so insane that it aired on three major networks. The storyline was interesting and we loved watching the young kids land themselves in trouble, where Speed Buggy would bail them out. It was a dream of every kid to have such a helpful toy and we couldn't have asked for anything better than veteran voice actor Mel Blanc being the voice of the titular character. Speed Buggy was the most adorable little race car and this wonderful show left plenty of good memories. Now, Speed Buggy was a cool little car, man. I love watching that cartoon. I mean, he could fly. He could ride on water, underwater. He was just cool. He was always there to help his friends. Now, this next cartoon was one of the reasons why I did so well in school. Listen to this. As your body grows bigger, your mind must flower. It's great to learn, because knowledge is power. It's Schoolhouse Rocky, a tip off the block of your favorite schoolhouse, Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse Rock, 1973. Who could have imagined that a simple musical animated series could be so much fun to watch? Schoolhouse Rock was nothing but a collection of educational shorts that illustrate various songs to teach stuff to the kids. You would have everything from science to tables to grammar, and subjects like American history, environment, and economics were also covered in an entertaining manner. This was one show that our parents did not mind us watching, and we have some very fond memories of using this cartoon show to do some of our homework. It has to be said that the one who came up with the concept of Schoolhouse Rock was an absolute genius. The show was intended to make learning fun for kids, and back in the day, it was almost a revolutionary idea. It helped kids in getting their basic right, and the catchy presentation ensured that they would never feel the stress of conventional lessons. The episodes were quite entertaining, and the multiplication rock and grammar rock came in very handy to get a grasp on the subjects. The creative visuals and simple delivery made sure that things easily got stuck in the head, and teachers reportedly loved the impact it had on the kids. The songs were always the focus of the show, and they did not disappoint because almost all the musical bits were brilliantly done. This family-friendly and educational show was addictive, and this was one addiction that no one seemed to mind. I'm telling you, Schoolhouse Rock made it possible for me to do good in school. Man, when I heard, I'm just a bill, sitting here on Capitol Hill, I was blown away. But what really blew my mind is when they talked about Verb. Verb was an African-American kid. And I learned that verb was an action word. And he was super strong. Yeah. Let's see, can I find a clip of that? Hold on. I get my thing in action. To be, to see, to feel, to live. I put my heart in action. To run, to go, to get, to give That's where I find satisfaction, yeah Yeah. To search, to find, to have, to hold To be bold When I use my imagination I think, I plot, I plan, I dream Turning in towards creation I make, I write, I dance, I sing When I'm feeling really active 
run, I ride, I swim, I fly Other times when life is easy oh. I rest, I sleep, I sit, I lie Bird, that's what's happening I can take a noun and bend it Give me a noun Basketball, break and plow Make it a verb and really send it Show me how Oh, I don't know my own power And being and doing and saying A verb expresses action Being or a state of being A verb makes a statement Yeah, a verb tells it like it is I can tell you when it's happening Past, present, future Ooh, Tell you more about what's happening Tell you who is happening First, you're so intense Hey, every sentence has a subject Now, person, place, a thing Find that subject, where's the action? Verb can make a subject seen Take a subject, what is it? What? What's done to it? What, what does it say? Ooh, I can question like, what is it? Verb, you're so demanding I can order like Go get it When I hit, I need an object When I see, I see the object Do you see that first If you can see it then, put the ball on the fence, man Go ahead on Yeah, all right What? Peter It's going, it's going, it's going I get my thing in action To play, to live, to And who could forget this one? Oh man, I am having flashbacks. Listen to this one. Conjunction, junction, what's your function? Hooking up words and phrases and clauses. Conjunction, junction, how's that function? I got three favorite cards that get most of my job done. Conjunction, junction, what's their function? I got and, button, or, they'll get you pretty far. And, that's an additive, like this and that. Sort of the opposite, not this, but that. And then there's or, O-R. When you have a choice like this or that. And button or, get you pretty far. Conjunction, junction, what's your function? Hooking up two boxcars and making them run right. Milk and honey, bread and butter, peas and rice. Hey, that's nice. Dirty butt, happy digging and scratching. Losing your shoe and a button or two. He's poor but honest, sad but true. Let's go up to the mountains or down 
down to the seas, you should always say thank you or at least say please. What's your function? Hooking up words and phrases and clauses in complex sentences like In the mornings when I'm usually wide awake I love to take a walk through the gardens and down by the lake Where I often see a duck and a drake And I wonder as I walk by just what they'd say if they could speak Although I know that's an absurd thought Conjunction, junction, what's your function? Hooking up cars and making them function Conjunction, junction, how's that function? I like tying up words and phrases and clauses. Conjunction, junction, watch that function. I'm gonna get you there if you're very careful. Conjunction, junction, what's your function? I'm going to get you there if you're very careful. Conjunction, junction, what's your function? I'm going to get you he said, I'm going to get you there if you're very careful. Oh, my goodness. Conjunction, junction, what's your function? All right, all right. I'm 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 sitting here enjoying this, man. Okay, we're going to get back to some music that will help me get through the day when I did my chores. Um, wow. This is great. Listen to this 70s classic hit.
are listening to the back in the day podcast and i'm your host big papa just reminiscing on the good music and the cartoons from back in the day oh my goodness boogie woogie woogie hey boogie Now, this next classic is by one of the all-time greatest groups. And it describes a woman to the T. See if you remember this one. Nothing back. Oh, she's a freak house. 
cartoons how many know it's more bounce to the ounce here on the back in the day podcast
Flintstones, 1970. This came just before the 70s and set the tone for the era with its fine brand of content. The Flintstones explored the misadventures of two Stone Age families who happened to exist in the modern day. Fred Flintstone had a job at the quarry and he lived a regular family life while also enjoying the opportunities to bully his neighbor Barney Rubble. The show was mainly relying on the humor that took shape from the modern conveniences and technology, especially in light of the Stone Age tech. We cannot stress enough on the importance of simplicity in the narrative and it didn't take much back in the day to create a perfect animated show that also delivered some precise lessons on family, friendship, and social status. It was a typical feel-good show that was fueled by well-written dialogues and some heartwarming stories. The humor was always on point and the basic yet visually pleasing animation was another positive for the series. 
The Flintstones was inspired by the Honeymooners, but there was enough originality and content to make it distinct and appealing. It was not intended for kids, and neither was it a random sitcom. It was just a miraculously good Hanna-Barbera cartoon, and probably one of the funniest as well. In short, if you want to have a few good laughs over a smart, satirical, and witty show, you need to check out this version of the Flintstones. Now, The Flintstones was a very funny cartoon, but it also dealt with real-life situations and issues. For instance, take Betty and Barney. They couldn't have a baby. And because of that, Barney became really depressed, and he really thought about taking his own life. But as luck would have it, they were able to adopt a little baby boy. And his name was Bam Bam. And of course, Fred and Wilma had Pebbles, their little daughter, and Dino, their dog. Funny show, but it dealt with real life issues at home and at work. Now, this next cartoon show I'm about to play was the climax of my day. After this one went off, I was free to go outside and play. As long as I finish my chores. <laughs> See if you remember this. The Bugs Bunny Roadrunner Show. Oh, the lights. This is it. The night of nights. No more rehearsing and nursing apart. We know every part by heart. Oh, the Oscar-winning rabbit, Bugs Bunny. And also starring my fast-feathered friend, the Roadrunner. Meep, meep. Roadrunner. Meep, meep. The child is happy. Roadrunner. Meep, meep. If he catches you, you're through. Roadrunner. Meep, meep. The child is happy. Roadrunner. If he catches you, you're through. The child is meep, meep. a crazy clown. Meep, meep. When will he learn that he never can mow him down? Beep, beep. Poor little roadrunner never bothers anyone. Beep, beep. But the road is ideas having fun. Beep, beep. The Bugs Bunny Roadrunner Show. Okay, so within this hour show, or was it a half hour? I can't remember. There were many cartoon shorts within an hour. And some of the characters were Tweety Bird and Sylvester, Speedy Gonzalez, Yosemite Sam, Elmer Fudd, Peppy Le Pew, Daffy Duck, Wiley Coyote, and Law, what's his name? Foghorn Leghorn, the rooster. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Foghorn Leghorn. These have been some of my favorite cartoons that I grew up watching on Saturday mornings 
But I'm going to end the show with a couple of more songs that my mom would play that would help motivate me to get my chores done so I can go outside and play. Here is Anita Ward with Ring My Bell on the Back in the Day podcast.
That was the emotions with best of my love. And that's what we try to do here at the Back in the Day podcast. Give you the best of our love to share our experiences from back in the day and how life was. Well, we've come down to the end of the show. Thank you all so much for listening to my podcast. I really appreciate your support. You don't know how much it means to me. So I've shared a few of my favorite cartoons that I watched on Saturday morning and a few songs that helped me get my chores done so I can go outside and play. Now, if you like what you heard, reach out to me and let me know. Look me up on Instagram at TheRealBigPapa67 and share with me some of your favorite cartoons that you watched on Saturday morning. What we're going to get out of here. And as always, love God, love yourself, and spread love. Because what the world needs now is love. This is Big Papa. Until next time, and please always remember that back in the day was all that. Peace and head grease. I'm out. And everybody